Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I, you know, I never, I don't play video games, mm-hmm. and we don't have them in our house, so I wouldn't have thought of it. And I had never thought the music is amazing. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslo, and with me, as per usual... Ben Vanell here, Tommy. Did I just introduce myself? (laughs) I think I just introduced myself. Did I just introduce myself? Is that a thing I do now? I just freaking introduced myself. (laughs) You, neither of you even bothered to actually (laughs) live through it. So don't you dare take the stolen valour of of doing that for spoken dialogue when I'm the one who's been out there in the field. In the trenches. Yeah. Living the the walk. Well, me and Ben, in terms of video game worlds, we've been in the literal trenches at war. Yes. Uh, with the fell dragon. It's bright you- colours. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's having a nice time with their big tits. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Me, I'm all grey. Yeah. It's all, it, it's actually, it looks all right. The We'll get into it, but I've been <laughs> yeah. playing for Spoken. You've been playing Fire Emblem. Yeah. Engage. Engage. Please. Engage. Don't let the listeners believe that me and Ben went all the way back to mm. 1987 and played the original Fire Emblem on the NES. Well, very very few old. people have. It'd be no. crazy to do a, a new sequel that's all around nostalgia for for that series. Yeah. Did they? Did I imagine this, or were they bringing that? Were they were they going to re-release that NES one on the Switch at some point? I feel like there was some because there were like six or seven or something before they even started coming out in English officially. Mm. Yeah, that Game Boy Advance one was the first. Mm-hmm. Western one, right. I think. Uh, which, yeah, there'd been like three on the NES or something and three on the SNES, something like that, before before they yeah. started coming over here. And I, I do remember vague things of them, like Thrasia 1776 or something mm-hmm. like that was going to get English. But you can go and play all of them pretty easily with, with fan translations. Oh, okay. Too. Yep. They've, all, right. they've all got that. But was it like they were going to chuck them on the... Switch online service or something like that. Uh, I think, I think it was more a, of a extensive, like an actual. You'd buy a. Release. I have a feeling it was like a little pack that you, yeah, okay. that you'd buy that had the first couple in it or something. I don't I, know. I'd love to know who the hell Marth is, apart from <laughs> being in Smash Brothers. I mean, that is, yeah, they really. At, at this point, I mean, we're jumping ahead. We'll do some news first and then we'll get into our review. But it is funny. Hey, this that is news. It's news to us, that's true, whether yeah. or not <laughs> yeah. there's been. They've decided that Marth is the yes. is the mascot of the overall. He's the Pikachu mm-hmm. of the Fire Emblem series. All <laughs> mm-hmm. of them are different, largely unconnected from one another, but uh, Marth is your flagship of your of your Fire Emblems. Marth, Marth, Marth. <laughs> I feel okay. So there was like a leak that they were working on the Binding Blade, a remake of that to show up at some point in maybe 2023. And Binding Blade's the Game Boy Advance one. Binding Blade is 
uh, a different one, I think. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Like pre pre West. Which one's Fire Emblem Blazing Saddles? What that, format is that? Well, on? they'd never make that anymore. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you couldn't do a remake of Fire Emblem Blazing Saddles <laughs> in this PC world <laughs> because it would be too hard to port over to the PC. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Binding Blade was maybe earlier, but I, mm. it's 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 a series that I am. Uncharacteristically floppy on. Right. Yeah, it's normally a- <laughs> I'm turgid as hell. Well, it never normally series. happens. Yeah. I've yeah. just been drinking a bit much. Normally, <laughs> normally I know everything I'm, there is to know about Fire Emblem. I'm a bit <laughs> nervous just because there's so many people here. <laughs> I actually don't like huge titties, so that's why I know. <laughs> I do love a series that, yeah, it really, it just all of us, well, yeah, they, they, they just were never bothering to bring it out in the West. Someone assumed that no one would have an interest. Mm. And then they do. And just like watching something kind of like midway through its lifespan, just start to just, yeah, get translated into English and like people people love it here now. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool to see. And I love it. It gives like, it, it does that like, Give give it that sort of old era of video game sort of like mystique when there's like mm. eight entries that never came out in the West. Yeah, like yeah I yeah. love that kind of shit. I, th- I I think a lot of them are all they're all pretty unconnected too, other than in game. But like I think most right. of them are they're Final like, Fantasy style, a little are, bit yeah. like their own thing. Each of them. It's so, it's sort of similar to uh, like the um, Mother Three people desperate for a re-released and, and an official English translation of yeah. that. And uh, I, yeah, it's in classic Nintendo style. It's crazy that that hasn't happened. Mm. But there's also something to be said for just like, just the cool mystique of that never happening. And oh. the only way to play it being like, you have to really go off grid. And, Withholding you know, get praise some... and attention and <laughs> the things that you want. It'll make someone really have emotions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, for you. So yeah, yeah. It's Adam's it... now rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Freudian that it worked on Mother. Uh, well, uh, speaking of re-releases, we didn't talk about this uh, off mic before we started, but did you guys see that um, the soundtrack to The Simpsons Hit and Run showed up on Spotify and I think like Apple Music, just kind of out of the blue? Whoa, leading, no, I did not see that. Leading people to think that, that, you know, this is one of those games that for some reason people are just obsessed with the idea of it being remade. It's mm. talked about all the time. It's like There's when those fucking SpongeBob game remakes happen yeah. and people are like, yes! Right. So <laughs> yeah. I guess we're just different ages or something maybe is all it is. Because what was Hit and Run at Game? It's you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. 2002, three somewhere around there. Right. GTA 3 style. Yep. yep. Simpsons game, maybe 2004. Have you ever played it? Nah, it, uh, I don't think it looks very good. <laughs> it's like, but you know what I mean, right? You see, it's always people are yeah, people yeah. are obsessed with the idea of this getting re-released. I'm like, I just kind of want it to happen to just, yeah, see, see what the... Because f- there are some people that just have a real fondness for it, but mm. probably just because they were eight at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it is probably a lot. We're the same with a lot of remakes that we've gone yeah. Dax buffing over. Absolutely. It, it, it's partly that. Because that Simpsons one, it, there was a string of really bad Simpsons games mm. and then people were like, oh, this one's actually not that bad. Mm-hmm. And it was around the time they made like a Futurama game yep. on the, those consoles. There was a Family Guy one. <laughs> Re-release them all. Yeah. yeah. Have a, but like to do the modern thing, make them vertical screen and underneath is the... You know, a, 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 a game someone, of breakout happening underneath oh, yeah. so yes. that TikTok someone people can pay pesto attention. in right. the corner. Yeah, have the Family Guy, guy game with that. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. At least the guy game again, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, video games have been bad forever, haven't they? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, in terms of that was always the thing with the Simpsons game. It's like, well, the appeal of this show is this like great supporting cast of characters. So 
how do we accurately, you know, how do we use them in mm-hmm. the best possible way? I know. We'll make a wrestling game. Remember that? Yeah. Oh. Simpsons wrestling, Simpsons skateboarding. They, yes. they went through all of the just what can we farm out to the companies that are already making fucking BMX triple X. That's yes. right. To get them to repurpose those, excuse the use of the word, assets mm. for the Simpsons. Mm. Uh, I mean, I love the idea that, you know, people think that this soundtrack showing up online is like, well, this is proof that the game must be being re-released. I love the idea that it's just like someone in an office somewhere being like, oh, hey, that if we just chuck this on Spotify, we'll probably get, mm. you know, 80 cents no, in the Tommy, bank account. The Simpsons is not a property that people have heavily merchandised. <laughs> That's not going to be that. Graining's just like looking over some numbers. He's like, why isn't the fucking hit and run soundtrack on Spotify? <laughs> I yeah. need you idiots! <laughs> i got to draw more rabbits! <laughs> Give me some more money! Oh. Uh, yeah, if they, they I, but I could see them do that. There's been a million re-releases that have baffled me over the last few years, so I'm yeah. mm. immune mm. to it now. Maybe it'll be The Simpsons. I don't. Th- so, well, this isn't a remake at all. But into actually, Goldeneye's coming out soon. That sort of ties oh, yeah. us uh, into yes. like tomorrow, I think. On yeah. the Switch Online mm. and on the Xbox. I'm, oh right, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, so both on the same day. I think so. Yes. And one of is it the Switch one that you can play online and. You can't do that on the Xbox One, but the Xbox One's remastered a little bit. There's, um, some, there's some like weird difference between the two of them. Yeah, I don't remember which way round it was. I think it could be... It would make more sense for the Xbox One to have multiplayer. Okay, well, it must which be Nintendo I think then. Nintendo yeah. has multiplayer. I remember thinking it was weird at the time. Yeah, yeah. But they're popping up and there was a bunch of Xbox stuff uh, today with mm. a little... Um, I don't know what they call their branding of these little this press one was conference things. Developer Direct. Yeah, Developer Direct. It's not It's not an Xbox showcase. Oh, no, that's PlayStation. But it was different to their usual just like, here's a bunch of games. It was like in, like talking head interviews with developers. Mm. Right. The intro of it was very dramatic. It was like a slowly panning shot through the Microsoft offices as <laughs> the developers walk along like reservoir dogs. I'm not really? even joking. Holding That's big cool. crates with all their belongings because they've just been fired a week ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everyone looked surprisingly happy. Maybe there was like a gun pointed to their head just off screen, but um, very dramatic opening. Um, <laughs> to think that someone... Someone who's come up with that has at one point been watching the like very cheerful Nintendo Direct opening with mm. the little shapes kind of and yeah. gone, God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> this is for adults, for God's sake. Yes. Have some self-respect. Yes. Let's reference the reservoir dogs in ours. <laughs> let's look at let's watch these people wearing lanyards stroll through an office. <laughs> We're gonna find out one of the developers is secretly working for Nintendo the whole time Ooh, as well. Oh yeah. Fuck but they'll yeah. have developed sort of like a fatherly relationship mm. with one of the other crew members mm. and it'll be a hard hitting. Don't Phil's- spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> They're gonna <laughs> cut off the side of Master Chief's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so they announced You're not going to be fired You're not going to be fired <laughs> There were a few oh. things Most of them we've, we've heard about And they just showed some more uh, Minecraft Legends Yeah our, All of our favourite game Minecraft Legends Is this a it, What's Is this a Minecraft Kind of story mode Kind of thing Or I, I think so From the looks of it Yeah It's I like th- there's more Specific quests And stuff like that I think it's like A, a, a PvP Sort of um, like a Diablo-ish kind of thing. Right. Okay. I can't remember if this is one of the ones that's already out, and it can't be because it's releasing. 
But they've done a few little spin-offy things with Minecraft. There was like a strategy one coming. I think this yeah. might be uh, that okay. one that I s- sort of remember. I mean, I'm 36 and it's like, it's one of those things that I'm looking at and I'm so confident in saying that I'm never going to play Minecraft for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the grave having never interacted with Minecraft. Well, we're announcing here live, Tommy, we're doing it for our next video. Yeah. Actually, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And th- that being said, I was doing the Fortnite dance at a pub last night, so <laughs> who knows? We'll dig your grave in Minecraft so that like you can interact with it just before you die. Yes. Then like punch you to death with you going, oof. Oh, that actually the, sounds like a cool way to go out. Yeah, it's not you guys bad. beat me to death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with those yeah those like foam swords, pixel swords you <laughs> yeah. get from EB Games. Um, it is the PvP one. I remember now, Knox. Yeah. yeah. So there's that one uh, which is uh, coming in April. Mm-hmm. They showed a bit of uh, Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Yes. The new uh, serious Reservoir Dogs style <laughs> Forza game that'll be you know their their serious simulationy platform it yeah. seems like going forward yes way less interested in this i have so much fun with horizon that it's kind of hard to see the the point personally mm-hmm. um i you know i like grand Tur- the grand right. turismo that came out last year yeah last year mm. um you know that's my that's my serious motorsport one right and forts is my my fun fuck around horizon one, do yeah. your silly yeah. stunts but you know it'll be on game pass so still worth a look yeah it's sure amazing for both and yeah uh, people have liked the for- I've, I've never really played uh, much of the non-Horizon Forces right. either, mm. but but people do really like them. Well, yeah, if you don't have a PlayStation, that's your serious simulator car game. Mm-hmm. Get in there, think about uh, your tension and your springs, mm. your horsepower. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, it starts uh, GT style with a twenty-minute video of just people making cars. Oh yeah. God, that's good stuff. Oh yeah. You know how they used to like really brag about they go out there, the audio team for these car sim games, and like put ten microphones underneath of a Lamborghini <laughs> to really yeah. capture the sound of the engine and everything. <laughs> Nowadays, my bar. For what I want a car game, a car simulation game to do is go out with 50 microphones in a cafe, sit there and really record that cafe sound nicely <laughs> oh, so yes. that when we're sitting in the the bit where I'm getting my weird quests, <laughs> yep. it really sounds like there's a coffee machine on in the background. Ooh. Yeah, it is weird that you go to this track, you do this, you do a few laps in the car, you, you win this, you win this race. And that there's not someone just there at the track to give you the results. <laughs> right. You then have to like leave and go to a second location, some weird tiny cafe that's in the <laughs> middle of the woods. It's like, why isn't this guy just at the track? Because he loves to drive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Any excuse. Everyone, everyone loves yeah. to come out to the cafe in their cars. Yeah. yeah. I guess you probably can't support yourself full time on just the income that you make of giving people quests at the track. Oh, so you've got to supplement sure. that income by, uh, you know, pouring a few soy lattes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, Tango Gameworks uh, like showed and released mm. Tango Gameworks being like Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo people. Yeah. Uh, a game called Hi-Fi Rush, which is a cel-shaded looking yes. some kind of game. It's out. We haven't had time to play it. I it, don't know much it is, about it. It is a, I don't know if there's a name for them, but Punch Into The Beat. <laughs> you know, those get right. rhythm combat game. Sure. Oh, okay. It's a rhythm com- combat game. Um, it's people are saying, oh, what were they comparing it to? 
It was a game that I hadn't played, so maybe it's not worth me bringing up. I Sunset kind of Overdrive? It looks yeah, a little like that. Yeah. I don't know if it would play anything like that, but yeah, it is. Oh, it has like your comic book, like Kablamo animations, oh, yeah. hit animations and stuff like that. You know what? It, it's similar to, I guess, if it's like, if because he's got a big sort of guitar sword yes. mm. and he's whacking people uh, rhythmically. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of uh, Hell... Oh, Hellsinger. Hellsinger. Yes. Yes. Was that what it was called? Metal Hellsinger. Metal something? I think Metal Hellsinger. Or Metal... The game that came out last year where it was (laughs) Doom, but you were shooting to the beat. Oh, yeah. That was very, very fun. Uh, And even though I wasn't a... Like, I'm not a big metal guy. Mm. uh, I'm made of flesh. The the fact that it was so fun to fight to the beat of right. a, of a yeah. song like this. It's, that one was yeah, like perfectly tuned as well. Um, and it's all down to that, that sort of how, yeah. how well it, or how nice it feels to play. I was a little turned off by sort of the characterization and stuff in, in the trailer that they showed. Right. Um, Watching it on mute, it looks fantastic. It though, does I look sick. It looks cool. I yeah. was getting a bit more of like from just the little bit I saw of a, a jet set radio kind of feel right. to it, but it doesn't seem like it, which in my head, I was like, that's very funny that they've beaten bomb rush cyberpunk. To the punch, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, this dropped this morning. Mm. I think we'll all have a little little go of it uh, next week. before oh, next wow. week. It's yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. The, the there's like a little list of, of bands right at the end, like a you oh. know late night. Uh, get all of these on the one CD type oh, yeah. of format. Mm. Uh, let me see if I can go back to the point where they were again. I don't think that's an option. <laughs> I think once you watch the video, it's deleted from yeah. your account. Forever. This fucking video player <laughs> on on whatever fucking website I'm on here doesn't work. Oh no! Um, but yeah, Ghostwire was great. Nine Inch yes. Nails was one of them. Oh, oh cool. hell yeah! Yeah, they're a good studio. I didn't mind Evil Within. Uh, right. I, I, I played it too late and just sort of fell out. Like, never put that much time into it, but it seemed okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what our Tango cool. Gameworks have been working on. What about Rango Gameworks? Oh. What have they been up to? I well, th- they're not allowed to work with their their lead voice actor <laughs> anymore. <mute. laughs> yeah, yeah. It's certainly not a um, rhythm combat game. God, I had a meeting with that little lizard, and good lord, couldn't get a fucking word out of him. He's a really tough negotiator. It worked. I folded like a house of cards. Yeah. Can really stay you down. Yeah, Dude, big fucking huge. Uh, my the uh, what's it called? Elder Scrolls Online has a new expansion coming in June. Yep, called Necrom. Necrom. Mm. Is that because they've all been areas of um, that continent? Tamriel. Yeah. Is is Necrom one of them? I don't it remember. Sounds that like from maybe some weird new underworld or something. Yeah. Right. Ne- Necrom. Necromancer. Um, uh, but that's still kicking along. I, I played a bit of that a couple of years ago, and it's really fucking good. Um, if you like your Elder Scrolls games. It's set in Eastern Morrowind, so I guess it's Ooh. like a, 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 a like a province of yeah. that. So you're talking your big weird mushrooms and mm. stuff. Like okay, that. all right. And uh, also they showed a bit of Redfall, which it turns out is coming out on the second of May. Mm-hmm. And I think we said a bit of this last week, but they've made clearer still that it is not a Left for Dead style of game, which I think a lot of people, including us, were yes. coming to the conclusion that it was just from the description of like, it's a co-op thing and there's four players and it's a shooter, mm-hmm. but it's more of a Far Cry. Uh, and it, it looks like it could be cool. I really like Deathloop. Yeah. And this is those guys. This is those guys. There's some cool, they shot off some enemies and stuff. 
Um, they showed, yeah, I mean, that art style that was in Deathloop and, and is yeah, it's similar here, mm. kind of an evolution from Dishonored to, to this point. I really, really like I think it's like full of personality. Cool. And yeah, they like clearly they are really smart when it comes to coming up with gameplay mechanics and structure and stuff like that. And I also like the Far Cry games, despite myself. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm all in. It's only a few months away. I'm I'm really excited for this. Deathloop's it, in that kind of realm for me, where it's like, even though I didn't play it that long ago, I've already got nostalgia for it. Right. Like I still have that like menu music in mm-hmm. my head from time to time, and just like thinking back over it, being like, God, what a game! What I, a great I, experience. Yeah, I started it again not that long ago. I guess over our break, probably. And it's yeah, it's so filled with personality. Yeah, such a cohesive. Like style wise, it, it it it's fucking sick. The the shooting and the stealth worked a lot better for me than the Dishonored games right. did too. I never really quite clicked with them for whatever reason, but I uh, definitely I did, and so it it makes me excited for one that seems to be a lot more action shooting focused. Yeah, than yeah. Both of those, which had a pretty heavy stealth thing to them. It coming out yeah. on the second of May too, because this is the presentation I think where uh, a few weeks ago it was sort of becoming clear that they, they, Microsoft were going to do a presentation. And then I don't remember if they said it or if it was people just leaking it or whatever, but that like Starfield won't be there. I think Microsoft ah, must have said it at some point. Right, we won't right. be showing Starfield. That'll get its own thing in the future. And uh, this game, Redfall, coming out on the 2nd of May, mm. suggests to me that Starfield would be much later in the year then because like yeah arcane is bethesda which is microsoft so mm-hmm. it'd be weird for them to mm-hmm. double dip too quickly with their own releases around then yeah i could guess a a september for starfield something like that yeah because okay. you also don't want it to drop too late like the no. for whatever reason the game awards i mean they, it draws so many viewers and it and it has some level of credibility to it now and you don't want to be releasing a game in december because they're not going to talk about it yeah i'm sure it just like there's a lot of marketing yeah. with those events and you wouldn't want to be like yeah it's coming out on december 20th well, yeah. november if- 11th was their last release date that they delayed from last right. night uh i would be surprised if it came out much later than that but they did that full year delay with halo infinite yeah, they're comfortable doing that if it's necessary, yep. and the way Bethesda makes games, it will be necessary. So, yeah. put it out when it's ready. Yeah, yeah. but I, 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 I think September's a good, it's a good shout. That's pick I reckon, a day. Let's get this on record. <sighs> what's a Thursday? Let me look up seventeenth. Uh, okay. Uh, what What's the next Thursday after that? I don't know. I don't even know if that one is a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, just okay. add seven. Twenty four. Okay. 17th is a Sunday. It will not be the 17th. All right. Maybe the 14th of September. Okay. Lock it in. Call up sports bet. Mm -hmm. Tell them to go fuck themselves. 21st. Okay. First. Wow. September 1. Spring. Spring has sprung. Starfield leap to the skies. Kind of tempted to guess 11, honestly. It would be bold. It would be bold. <laughs> I don't know if you want a game that's massively about flying to be yeah. uh, a company just going. You know what? It's just a date. Yeah. We got to reclaim it. We're yeah. bringing out. <laughs> we're bringing out Tears of the Kingdom. We're pumping it back to September 11th. <laughs> uh, speaking of Halo and Microsoft as well, there was some. Did I think probably both of you aren't plugged into Halo controversy? Not really. I did see a bit of this. So. Three, what are they called? 343? Yeah, 343 they, Studios. They, they, there was a point in the week where they weren't making it anymore. It was, they are. It was all conjecture and shit, and it was people who all said they were internal people. Right. Oh. Uh, 
saying anonymously to different people or being sources for someone. Mm -hmm. That's great that we've moved on from my uncle works at Nintendo to I work at this studio. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm here. But I won't tell you who (laughs) I am. (laughs) programming in the nude code for Lara Croft right now. Uh, So first of all, like Bonnie Ross left a little bit ago as uh, and, and there's been a few things that I think are definitely true and also clear and visible mm. of like the management at 343 and at Microsoft were the problem with how Halo Infinite has sort of turned out after its release of like this the poor like that year delay first of all and then a very slow and not necessarily um, well received uh, update Yes. Path. Yep, yep, yep. Because, uh, yeah, they, they, there was a point where they just took stuff off their roadmap and, yeah. And they, and it also just rolled out so slowly as the well. The co-op right? and the forge mm. and, the, like, they, they were delaying seasons and people did not like the monetization in there. And there was lots of problems yes. with Halo Infinite post its launch, even though I think we all liked it enough yeah. when it came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was fun. Um, so there was a lot of, like, finger-pointing as people were losing their jobs there. Right. And then... There were reports that 343 would be taken off of it, that they would no longer be mm-hmm. developing Halo and that Halo Infinite was being ditched mm-hmm. and that, or that there was single-player DLC that had been planned that was being scuppered right. for maybe some more multiplayer or to start on a different game. It was all a little unclear and then Microsoft put out official stuff of being like, 343 is developing Halo and will be into the future Fuck off Right right. Which was a strange thing To say officially Yeah you gotta be So harsh sometimes I guess they're pretty cool They're the reservoir dogs Yeah Yeah, You gotta be cool To be kind sometimes We're not fucking tipping (laughs) It's fucking gross Which I agree with Yeah Uh, And so does the country That we live in Yes Pay your your workers more Pay people Raise your fucking minimum wage It's so low in America Yeah It is disgusting Mm. Now it'll happen (laughs) (laughs) We did it I told you guys I want to run for mayor In Melbourne I've got (laughs) some ideas I'm going to export them to the Your US. Your platform for running for mayor of Melbourne is to raise the minimum wage in the US. That's oh, right. Let me just correct you quickly. That's a little right. political commentator correction uh, to raise the fucking minimum wage. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm it's, in reservoir, dog. It's remember? that sort of baby kissing manner that's uh, baby kissing manner is where Jeffrey Epstein lived. But, uh, and Matt Groening. I think that's what he's spending his uh, Spotify money on. The um, So there was a bit of like hustle and bustle about what was going to be happening with 343 because people aren't happy with how Halo has been for 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it seems as though it's... I, hopefully a change of management would be enough of a it maybe was the thing mm-hmm. and would be able to to lead to enough of a course correction that halo could be good again one day but it i don't know it's crazy man. to have mm. this level of kind of yeah um dispute over something that i think should be protected this is your tentpole franchise right you know this is your and they continue to call it that it's not like they yeah. forgot about it they right. think that too microsoft yeah. says that they but just this can't is like stop the, the drama and the mess around it it's this is the microsoft mascot you shouldn't be yeah. letting this kind of stuff be out there Imagine it's like this happened with a mario game yeah it'd be it'd be embarrassing i'm sure there are internal disputes about what the direct next direction should be well that's like, what they've been talking about too right. basically yeah. is right. that like that and and poor management around that has led to things taking way too long because, I mean, obviously we don't know the specifics. I'd mm. love to, but yeah. Uh, so hopefully, I would love to see more single player Halo. I don't like the way that they are 
thinking of multiplayer Halo right now. Mm-hmm. It's not, and I think a lot of people aren't super into it either. Yeah. So well, it that does was the need... best bit of the last one was the single. The single player was good. They yeah. did a good job of it. It's yeah. been the best of every Halo game too. Yeah. Honestly, right. like the multiplayer has always been uh, good, but a lot of why it kicked off in such a big way is because it was the one doing the most innovative stuff technically on a console. Yeah, yeah. you know, like Xbox yeah. Live and stuff was a huge part of. And then the second Call of Duty caught up, it overtook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, it doesn't need to be the way that it is right now and hopefully a change in in leadership could because they have talented people working there clearly there was lots about halo infinite that was really cool right yes it'd be nice to to get more of because they brought back who was it someone from like the joseph staten who who was not from 343 right he was was from original halo times right right. uh i don't remember his exact titles but especially on halo 2 he worked um a, a lot on the campaign and like the story of that right i think with halo 1 and 3 as well and they brought him back and he's now left. That was another part of it is that he's right. no longer working for 343. He's doing some other role in, in Microsoft somewhere. And it was probably always going to happen because his role is much more senior. Whatever right. one he's in now, it's like head of something. Okay. But when you say head, that means big bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. You ain't, you ain't sure living does. off the tips on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, whoever was the head of Marvel's Avengers... It's probably got fired because that game has been like, well, beheaded. not yet, but it is being t- beheaded. It is being, uh, support is being removed. It is not being kept up as a platform, as an ongoing service. Wow. It's done. It's dead in the water. And I feel like, yeah, this is like the doctor going time of death on a body who's got no head anymore and yeah. no arms or legs, yeah. no torso. I, but then I guess it's actually unclear because that body is just missing at that point. So well, they, they could be alive. They yeah. dragged it out into the car park so that then they can legally say that no one's ever died on in Disney World. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's actually, yeah. I mean, really, yeah. this happened on Splash Mountain. This wasn't just oh. a heart attack in the car park like oh. the medical certificate would lead you to believe. Mm. It is very much, yeah, making official a clear... Uh, already, I think that had already taken place ages ago mm. in a lot of ways. In, ev- in a lot of people's opinion, it was DOA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So damn, uh, oh, oh, damn! Oh, what an awesome game! <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. You pulled it off. <laughs> oh. I'm working on the public holiday, guys. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, good riddance. <laughs> I never played it, but it sounded shit. Yep. And it's nice as honestly a kind of big linchpin uh, canary in the coal mine. Right. Single player with all of this gross monetization and, and future bad roadmap stuff. Mm-hmm. To see it fail so spectacularly... With one of the most, you'd imagine, bankable sort yeah. of um, attachment franchises with it. It's it's honestly long-term a good thing yeah. in a lot of ways that it has been such a failure, which is like sad to say for people who put effort into it. Right. But not enough I, what, effort. <laughs> and no. the response to it is a reflection of that. It's not even that it was like, phew, what a coincidence that we got lucky. Right. People didn't like it because... That way of doing things is bad. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it 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 bled into or it affected Gotham Knights, because Gotham Knights, all the talk early days. It was, was clearly was gonna be that. So very much that. Lots of monetization, lots of like online multiplayer co-op-y stuff where you can yeah. upgrade and cosmetics and and then they pulled a lot of it out and made it just like 
a single player game where you can play as four or five characters. Same as mm. the response to Suicide Squad apparently having right. similar stuff yeah. in there. Like right. people don't want it and it doesn't it's not going to probably make you more money. It, right. I like I don't think they'd be shutting Avengers down if, if there were you know the whales and whatever multiplayer t- like phone type games that they're looking for where mm-hmm. 99% of people aren't going to spend a dollar on Candy Crush but 1% of people will spend a thousand dollars on Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That obviously hasn't happened here. Yeah. And you know what I think? No more Marvel games. We got, we've got Snap. You've clocked it. We've got Snap. We've got Midnight Suns, remember? <laughs> Take Spider- the rest of the day off. Spider-Man 2 this oh, year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. That's the best one that's he almost doesn't, happened. He kind of almost doesn't count as Marvel, right? Like well, he's, he's not MC. Sony. Well, he is MC. He sort well, of is, but yeah. he's... Yeah. He's fully MC. Spider-Man is like the lead Avenger now. He's yeah, like true. poster true. boy. Also, he was... He is... In terms of the past hundred years, the most popular Marvel character, right? So, uh, Spider-Man is the front runner, the yeah. front swinger. Yeah, but uh, that is one sort of, I think, mistake that they made with the video games is having them all be a little more separate and a little less. Well, yeah, did, like it was Square Enix, right? Who did Crystal the, Dynamics did right, right. Uh, Avengers, so that the the Tomb Raider people recently yeah. Uh, yeah. stick to. Ripping off Uncharted. <laughs> uh, that's what they're doing next, I think, is Good. another Tomb Raider is what they're working on now. Good. Those I like. And again, I did not play Marvel's Avengers. Right. I'm just... It looked bad. It was just a bit bland, and but in a way that that is more annoying than a bad game sometimes. And it mm. was kind of bad as well. Like <laughs> right. My memories of it are slightly <laughs> it hazy. It was bland, bad, and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it was like end of 2019, so yeah. a lot's fucking happened since then. Yeah. But also not a crazy amount of time to pass before a game is shut down. No, I was very genuinely surprised that it like they were just straight up announcing it so quickly. Like, yeah, it's going to be shut down. You, there's usually a bit of a longer tail. And yeah. like you say, there's usually someone dumping some money into this. That tail's already happened, though. Like, I think yeah. part of the reporting around it that has made this seem like, whoa, is that they thought it was going to be big, which they were immediately wrong about. Right. That's got to have been a huge drop-off for them to now be going like, we're shutting it down. Yeah. Like, there's not even... But it's been four years nearly. Yeah. You know, so like yes. that isn't that weird of an amount of time these days. Yeah, yeah. For it to, yeah like you say, for it to be unsuccessful from the start as well. Yeah. Remember last year that game, that Platinum game, what was it called? Lost, Last, <laughs> Judge... Some some <laughs> platinum game last year that Lost came out. Last Judge. Fuck. Lost I've got to remember. Judge. Anyway, it came out and got shut down all within last year. Oh, Babylon's Fall? That's the one. Lost Last Judge. I didn't know that was a platinum one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes, you're right. That was even worse. <laughs> so like they just put they they bank so much of the farm on on these things that any fucking random person on a forum is telling you, not right. only will yeah. tell you, they don't want and nobody's yeah. gonna fucking play. It's, there's going to be, I think, even less risks going forward, right? Like, mm. people, like, we're in a recession just about. Like, the layoffs are happening. People will have much less disposable income to pour into those kind of games, even if yeah. they're good. Put it somewhere where you're going to get your value worth. Patreon.com slash Filthy Casuals. That's right. <laughs> well, please, you need someone to tell you what... And what and what not to buy. And it's not Avengers, and we told you that at the time. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, have yeah. been proven right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I, that, that is, I th- would imagine, part of what they're talking about when, they're, when the people at Microsoft or at uh, 343 are saying poor management mm. right. is that sort of stuff. Right. Right? I bet there are a ton of people there who could tell you exactly what Halo is, is or sure. what people want from it. 
But the, the, pers- the people in charge are out of touch uh, or they have not, just wrong ideas. They just don't give a fucking shit in the same way. You know, they sh- right. they're, they're, it's the same as selling any other commodity to yeah. them, which isn't how you can work on creative uh, products. Right. The people making those calls probably aren't really playing games all that much now. You know what I mean? They're running yeah, a business. Wonder, yeah. They're looking at it as a business. They're not being like, oh, this, you know, an indie developer is like, I've spent my whole life obsessed with this art form. Right. Like I know what... I know the kind of thing that I want to play like mechanically. Yep. Whereas, yeah, if you're the top of a company that's having to look at like, hey, how much money could this property bring in if we add X, Y and Z to mm-hmm. it? You're not mm-hmm. going yeah. home and kicking back with Super Metroid. Right. And in the short term too is the problem is that there's no incentive to really focus on uh, like a positive reception uh, to a creative work mm. over a short term financial gain. Mm. At the expense of that things. I mean, it should seem like obvious business sense to go, well, we don't want the name of Halo, our most important name, to be sullied by decisions we make. Right. But that does get overridden and you see it all of the fucking time in so many different companies yes. with, but there's X amount of, to be money, yeah. of money to be made here by doing that. Yeah, Adam, you just made me think before when you said we told you at the time that Avengers was not a good game. Yeah, When when the Switch came out, we all got one day one mm-hmm. and we were all talking about it. And not we me. had Pardon? I waited three months and then bought someone's secondhand Switch. <laughs> That's true. That's that right. was my genius move. Your That's first right. of about eight that you Because you, you had bought a Wii U. Not that long. I bought before. a Wii U right. to play Zelda. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah. I know how to make long-term decisions, <laughs> businesses. Listen to my ideas about long-term. That's like, right. Wise I bought. I bought investments. one day one. Still have that one. Yep. Adam waited a few months. Has bought five switches since then. Yep. Not five. Only three total. <laughs> yeah, okay. and one of them I sold to buy one of the others. All right. Yeah, okay. and to be it fair, I'm crazy. in the exact I'm the in the exact same boat as you in terms of switch purchases. Yeah. My point being, we were talking about it a lot early mm-hmm. days of the console. People didn't know if this thing was going to work or not, and uh, you guys would remember we got a big influx of people emailing us and tweeting us and saying that we were the reason that they bought a Switch. Yes. We got so many tweets and, and emails and Instagram posts being like, literally listening to you guys sing the praises of this console is what led me to purchase it. Yes. And that was cool. But what I would like to see a bit more of now going forward is on the other extreme – Anytime oh, we just pan something. The filthy I, boycott. Someone someone just like a photo of you just walking past it on the shelf at JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> just a photo of it still there like, yeah. boys, because of the pod, I am not picking this up today. <laughs> Would love to see a bit more of that going on. They're forward. calling them negative influence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the filthy army just... just like oh, I don't know. I'd if like I to. Be it would you know? <laughs> it would be nice to see both sides of it. You know, I just sure. love the idea of just getting a little photo of a game just still on the shelf. Like I was on the fence, and you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna lay off it. You've gone mad with power, Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> thank I, you. I don't like this at all. <laughs> if anyone can be influenced by us, it's to do this one thing: live your own lives, man. Yeah, make your own decisions and purchase the fine products from Manscaped.com. Absolutely, if you want to. But here's the case for why you should. <laughs> They are good. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're uh, they're our longest uh, ongoing sponsor. They are uh, like you, like our show. <laughs> if if I they're big filthy fans. A, g- a good thing about having a long ongoing sponsor is that it's not as unsightly and unsanitary as having a long ongoing pubic hair. Yeah, very true. It's important to remove those if it, you want to. <laughs> at, at least maintain them at yep. the very least. That's right. I know. I I feel I feel great. When I get a haircut, 
or I cut my fingernails, you know, when I have a shower and scrub down, mm-hmm. I come out feeling brand goddamn Absolutely. new. Absolutely. And I also feel that way when I trim my pubic hair. We uh we've we've all been sent every new iteration of the lawnmower since That's right. Manscaped started sponsoring. We're like, experts. Me and Adam now have as many uh, lawnmowers <laughs> as we do switches yeah. in both of our houses. I only end up using the lawnmower micro for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Something that they don't offer, but they do offer the the lawnmower four is like the flagship uh, shaver yes. thing, electric razor. It works super well. I have I'm I'm. I'm a. I, I will nick myself with okay. a lot of shaving things. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. I haven't yet. I'm yet to do it with this. Yeah. I'm yeah, not same. saying it's physically impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm legally not saying that. Mm-hmm. You're doing the olifant. What does that mean? Nicking yourself. Now, what does that mean? The nick. What does that, that mean? No, that's Fuck Clive Owen. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he plays a cop in something. <laughs> you mean he arrested himself? An olifant's name is Timothy. Yeah. Not Nick. Yeah, yeah. You're doing oh. the cage. That would have worked. <laughs> uh, they, they are super easy to control and use. I mean, it sounds, it does sound weird to say about something like an electric razor, which mm. is a fairly simple tool, but it's the same as with like knives in the kitchen or oh, like yeah, that's a good pans and yeah. stuff like that. Where yeah. Like, yeah, it's the same thing, but what you really notice the difference when it's one that's well made. That's it right. It's, yeah, if the yeah. like buttons kind of like, Weird and it's like turning it on is all a bit. This has like a nice little stays just, sharp. Yeah, yeah. My, like we, yeah, we've gone through two generations of them. Both of them still work perfectly. They the call 4. me 0. the scourer because I've got steel wool pubes. <laughs> Whoa, and they're yet to dull. <laughs> And I also clean all of those expensive pots and pans in the kitchen with my dick. I, that's how I get all the grime off. It's like okay. a smithy round Adam's house. just sparks yeah. flying off his yeah, nether yeah. regions. Yes. If you ever knock on my door, surprisingly, you might be uh, weirded out by me wearing a welding mask <laughs> yeah. when I come out, but no other clothes. Yeah, like, I'm not worried about my body getting burned. It's doing it. Yeah, My eyes are the problem. You're doing the Scott Morrison. You're pulling it up just as you start making contact yes. with the steel wool. Um, but uh, waterproof as well, the th- lawnmower 4 which is sick. I don't think that the previous ones were, but this one, which is currently the only one you can actually mm-hmm. buy, is waterproof, works perfectly, like really good, like little guard, like you said, Knox, just the safest razor yeah. I've used on any part of my body for any reason. I'm planning to do a little, uh, for our next advert, I'm going to I'm gonna do a little test where I see how many thousand leagues under the sea um, oh. the Manscaped can work out before it caves in on itself. It's like I would imagine those... zero. A league is <laughs> yeah, league's also pretty a measure long. of distance, I think. Yeah. I'm in the full scuba suit <laughs> and then I'm just like unzipping the bottom of it to get the, to get the razor in I there. I guarantee that if you do one of those tests, your watch will break before your Manscaped shaver. Yeah, we yeah. cannot guarantee that, <laughs> and we only guarantee it as a joke. This is parody. Uh, <laughs> you I can't got the, us. I got the bends from trying to trim my pubes <laughs> underwater. Uh, but yes, manscaped.com. Use the code FILTHY. You get 20% off the overall price and free shipping. It's a goddamn good product. We recommend it. And while we're at it, why don't we recommend something else? Sure. I can give a personal testimonial of why I'm going to use NordVPN. Uh, I heard about a movie that's out. It's one of those screen life movies, which is like, you know, it's all taking place on someone's desktop. Never okay. seen one yet. Uh, I've heard this one's really good. It's called Missing, and it's on Canadian Netflix. Right. Okay. It's not on Australian Netflix. But Ben, we don't live in Canada. Well, 
Have I got the service for you, Knox? It's <laughs> I called... doubt it. I'm not trying to watch this movie. Uh, <laughs> have you ever wanted to watch uh, something on any other platform? I hate movies. <laughs> okay. What about TV shows? Don't like them at all. No, I'm kidding. Oh, the VPN would. Be, it sounds like that is the the the, the service to use. That's it. You like inst- you log in, you sign up using uh, NordVPN.com/filthy. You get an incredible discount. You get a free month. Uh, you get a the best VPN service on the uh, on the market. And all you have to do is click Canada on the little app. And then, boom, you're there. You can watch Canadian Netflix. Or, like, the CBC, I guess. You can watch SCTV reruns. <laughs> yeah. You can come and watch the Australian Open right now with Australian commentary if you oh, wanted to. Oh, yes. Pretend oh, to yeah. Be, yeah. What other things could you do in Canada? You could get on Google Maps and, uh, I don't know, Go have a look at where Mac DeMarco was born. Yeah, you yeah. can't do moose. that. <laughs> Geo block. You can find a moose. A yeah. moose. Yeah. Mooses are fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. I know it's just moose, but it sounds silly to pluralize it that way. Yeah. I like saying mooses. Mooses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else could you do? Oh, you could go to. You could order something from Tim Hortons. You That's could be Starbucks. Could, yeah. A bit more secure and uh, have a little bit more um, privacy on the internet, which you know people are trying to get you. Yeah. all yeah. the time. So don't make it hard for. Don't know about the Canadian government, but the US government and Australian certainly are always watching everything you do online. They're yeah. out there, and also bad actors. You know, they're coming for you. Okay. Don't try and think of the name of a bad actor. I, I was going to say Timothy Oliphant, but I actually think he's a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. NordVPN.com/slash Filthy, have a look at the deal over there because it is a really good deal. Yeah, um, it's crazily good for for the service that you get, which I think I personally think is necessary if you use the internet for mm. anything. Speaking of changing uh, the the country that you seem to be from, mm-hmm. that's what I've done. Not that far into the game I've been playing called oh, yeah. Forspoken. <laughs> yeah, changing it, the country you're from. Well, the language to Japanese, mm. yeah. the, the spoken language at least. I'm still reading in English. That's the only one I can. The f- because uh, there are actually four. There's Japanese, English, Italian, and Spanish. Okay, maybe Mom that's why mia. they called it that. Um, it isn't. It's. I forgot that this was developed by a Japanese studio. Yeah, um, it's the same people who made Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said you changed it to Japanese, because I guess like the motion capture, the the design of the characters is like based on like people from the American people, right? They're doing motion capture from actors. I forget her name, but the 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 lead actress is I think from like. Oh, she was in uh, the Resident Evil TV show, which was terrible. I think she's been in a few duds, but right. people have liked her in this stuff. And right. I don't lay the blame of what's going on with Forspoken at her feet specifically. No. I, and so she this wrote has the been script. done, <laughs> even though it's like a Japanese developed, it's natively done in English, right? Because I think Bayonetta is the same thing. Yeah. Where even though it's right. Japanese developed, it's like they're, make, they're making it in English. Well, and the the, the whole, you, you wouldn't know necessarily because right. you are playing as... Uh, a, a New Yorker called Frey. That's right. She's yes. an orphan and, you know, she's down on her luck. She's right. looking for a way out of the city mm-hmm. and she's been grifting. She's in, in she's court. She's been grifting? Larceny. I think that's just theft without burglary. I think you're right, yes. Yep. So um, she's been larcening. <laughs> okay. And she's she's <laughs> Mr. Oily. <laughs> she's on her last larcen legs. Is the problem. The, the judge is throwing the book at her. Uh-oh. Like, Well, not really. She's given her 120 hours of community service. But at, as a kindness, because she's like, I know you've had a hard fucking life, right. Frey, but cut this shit out. If I see you here again, you're done. Wow. Right. And she's in trouble with like some 
gang, I guess. <laughs> okay. They're just like a this... A gang of hoodlums? But they're like these weird cartoons who are like... It's, anyway, and then you're, you're in New York. You've got a cat, but your life's shit. You're living in a squat. Okay. And uh, all your money burns down. What? You've got a big bag of money that you've larcened. And unfortunately, there's a fire in the house because that gang finds you and you choose to save your cat instead of the money. Even though the way they've done this fucking scene, she should have and could have picked up the bag of money easily. Doesn't sound impossible. And I tried to. There was a prompt there and you press triangle and she goes... I've got to find my cat first. Oh, like motherfucker! The bag has a handle. Yeah, it's got a shoulder strap. How big's the cat? You need both hands to carry. Regular it. cat. Oh my god! So you're not, not a talking Garfield, exotic. Like really fat. You're gonna need both hands to pick him up. Nah, even and he's a gonna fat Garfield cat. It. You could heft up in one hand. You could fat, g- g- grab them by the scruff of their neck. You know, like yeah. It's just an indication that sort of thing. This game sounds terrible. (laughs) I like so. I want to say straight away. I've seen people been. uh, I've got one of the worst habits in the world using the internet for the internet for one of its least functional things, which is to view discussions on it. It's not. It's not built for it. It's a terrible (laughs) thing that has genuinely negatively affected my entire life. (laughs) But I continue to do it. And the discussion around this game is uh, a bit fucked and I hate it mm. in a bunch of different ways where, like, it, it is uncommon, less common than it would be good for there to be a black woman as the protagonist of a game. Mm-hmm. And I think people are both being too aggressive about this game as a result of that and too defensive of this game as a result of right, that. Right, right. Like, well, you're only reading uh, Twitter... And Stormfront. So, you know, <laughs> that kind of is on you. In every person, there's two wolves. <laughs> God, what an awful person if inside them was Stormfront and Twitter only. Well, I mean, a lot of the people on oh, Twitter. But, like, yeah. it, so it's uh, plenty of stuff to do with the real-world application of pop culture representation mm-hmm. and, like, is, is beyond what I feel equipped to talk about and also what I feel welcome to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not going to be an enormous part of my viewpoint on it other than to say I think that it's good to have representation in media. Yeah. Call me crazy... Which plenty of people would, which is crazy. <laughs> you got to get off those forums, not the biggest problem with how she is a character in particular is written, though, is that she sounds like. And here's something I can speak to: a 38 year old white man, <laughs> okay. right? And that is the problem with every bit of the writing in this: is that that fucking headline writer from the worst website you've ever heard of is the person in charge of writing every bit of banter. Not in reality. I don't know exactly who wrote what, Mm. but that's just the the vibe you're getting. Yeah, the flavour from it. And uh, I hate that. Yeah. It's... Really annoying. It and the worst character is Cuff, who is the magical <sighs> bracelet that you've got on your arm. Yeah, yeah. who is just this the like fucking Jarvis ass motherfucker. He's the most boilerplate <laughs> British sarcasm machine. Yep, and it's genuinely irritating the entire time that he's saying stuff, which mm-hmm. is the entire time. <laughs> right. It it sucks. It's like being stuck in an elevator with a Stephen Merchant impersonator <laughs> who's got everything to prove and nothing to lose. <laughs> right. You know, he's like auditioning for you the whole time. I fucking hate it. You can. Is it true that you can turn that down? <laughs> to some extent, but yeah. it doesn't help because the stuff that you're turning down is like the in world stuff, which is so empty anyway that it's yeah, one of the right. least bothersome parts of the thing where you get like every, almost every bit of dialogue in this game feels like. 
you uh, a placeholder like you the, right. the first draft thing you would write down to be like well this character needs to say something here write that down and then come back to it later and put something real in there it's 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 all that of just like you pick something up and they're like maybe save that for later huh yeah could be useful <laughs> just like God. what are you fucking bothering to say anything yeah, for but yeah, it's all yeah. said yeah. with this tone and the reason that i think people are being overly critical and analytical of it isn't because like, oh, you don't give this heat to when it's bland ass, shaved head white guy. Like, A, we fucking do. Yeah. yeah. And B, like, Spec Ops Align is a shit game. <laughs> but also, uh, Gears of War, they all sound like fucking idiots. But, like, this game is clearly during its, like, the way it's positioning itself, not just from the marketing, but in the way it's written in the game, mm-hmm. which is the only thing you can judge it on in the end, is as though it's funny. And right. it's trying to be bantery and it's trying to be lighthearted and it's trying to be um, like clever. Right. And and right. it isn't. And it's it's genuinely quite annoying in a way that lots and lots of games aren't. Partly because mm. the potential in the game is being wasted right. from that. It's right. actually underneath there's some really interesting stuff in there where it's like, so she, this New Yorker, gets brought through a wormhole to a fantasy world and there's a big evil cloud that in, that kills people and turns them into zombies. Right. Called the corruption at first, but then uh, Frey calls it the break shit, and then everyone starts calling it the break. Right. Which it makes no sense to me because, like, well, you've had a name for it for eons or whatever. <laughs> yeah, The yeah. corruption. And then all of a sudden this stranger shows up and calls it the break shit, and you're like, halve that <laughs> and let's say it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. It, 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 but there's, like... So there were these four witches who were like sort of in control of each of the different areas and they were very powerful but very uh, benevolent for the most part but they've maybe been turned evil and there's a council now and there's one surviving city in the middle of this this stuff with with people still on it and it's all very charged and um, uh, uh, paranoid and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, because their world's been destroyed. 99% of people, it says, have died in this world. Okay. Heaps. That's, that's a lot. That's a ton. Of, Think of a hundred people. Yeah. Remove ninety nine. That's and how many people okay. die. There's per one 100. left. Yeah. Which? Oh, I rem- I thought you meant remove Agent ninety nine from Get Smart. That's so dumb <laughs> that you he, thought that. He could be in the mix, but also there's every chance that he would be the one left, which would be very confusing. I'm yeah. very conscious as well while talking about this game because I I think that it is extremely. Um. It has not been successful in its regular attempts at banter in particular is mm. what it's trying to do. It's not even like necessarily poor characterization. Again, watching looking at these discussions, seeing people going like, Well, what should she be saying? Like the the, the so very early on there's a few different segments that have like been posted as as poster childs, children, mm-hmm. mooses of <laughs> Uh, Internets, <laughs> this um, this poor right, yes stuff of like Frey going like, did I just freaking do that? Did I just cut? Okay, magic's the thing I can do now. Mm. All right, and it uh, okay. So I'm here in a ma- like the trailer. The first trailer was yeah. that was exactly that. It was and there's freaking dragons. Like it was yeah. yeah. The problem that people have with that, to be clear, that I see a lot of people seeming to misunderstand, isn't that Frey is bewildered. Mm. Mm. It right, is right. not that at all. It's that. It is this empty, characterless, boilerplate, out of date, uncreative, poorly thought through bewilderment. Her emotion isn't wrong. Right. Yeah. That being surprised by a dragon and being from New York constantly, even though you're in a fantasy world, Mm -hmm. that's not weird. Right. 
but it's the most poorly written version of that. Just someone yes. going, I'm surprised. It's like not a million miles away from just like mm. just saying the emotion without there being. It's worse than that. It's kind of worse because then it's, yeah, it's like taking piecemeal the worst parts of a lot of pop culture of the last 20 years and, yeah, doing nothing new with it. It's, and it's, and, and it's, it doesn't have any personality of its own because, yeah, it's just like a, a facsimile of a facsimile. You know what it is? 10. It's like Liz Lemon going, I want to go to there. Mm-hmm. Funny in the show mm-hmm. when exactly. you saw it in that ep. Someone just posting a photo of a beach on Facebook and then putting that as the caption. <laughs> Fucking tedious. Yes. It, and it's, yes. it's that. It's that none of the writing in this game ha- has been written by the people who wrote for this game, mm. if that makes yeah, sense. Yes. They didn't come up with a jot yep. of the type of banter that is happening here. And it feels like an alien like cramming themselves inside of human skin and repeating what they've learned from yeah 2009 sitcoms yeah mm. yeah it feels bad yeah. to look at and to hear yes. the whole time because and like again to to credit i really want to be clear cuz two of the things i overthink the most are comedy and video games <laughs> yes. and they're two of the least important things that there are <laughs> so i want to be but they are two of the two things that other people get really mad about sometimes for Reasons that uh, yeah, well, and I mean a lot too, of people like, don't care right. about like people can watch. I don't know what's it, I'm trying to think of an example of a comedy thing that none of us would like, but like you can watch. There's a, plenty of people that yes. are like, yeah, I don't care. I think The Hangover is the best movie of all time, right? And also be like, yeah, I don't care. I absolutely loved. I don't know X video game that we all found tedious. Sure. Yeah, you sure. know, taste is on some level subjective. Absolutely, yeah. The I think that th- I'll use um, everything everywhere all at once as a comparison from last year where the sense of humor in that movie is this same sort of millennial sense of humor, mm-hmm. but it is has had thought and creativity put into it. Yep. But it's honest and it's very similar where there's like normal person brought into this weird fantasy world yeah. situation reacting to it confused, but it's it's not just those like roll a fucking dice and mm. write down whichever wrote fucking phrase that you didn't come up with yeah. and that nobody really says in the way that you are unless they're this specific type of writer type person mm-hmm. who we all know <laughs> and yeah, yeah. are maybe more affected by because of that because we can see directly how empty how lazy as well and and, and yes it's, lazy it's, it's, it it's all shortcuts right yeah and and so that no was no one the thing in I everywhere wanted... every, uh, where all no no one in everything everywhere all at once it's at any point says let me get this straight i can do freaking kung fu now <laughs> right. and uh, i don't even okay. remember they might right. have it's like but just in a better way yeah. yeah and it's so hard to quantify people are like well what should they be saying mm. like well, that's why being a writer is such a fucking hard thing. Yeah, job. Yes. Because it's the same as going to a psychologist and being like, well, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, take, it's way more fucking complicated than that. Yes. And don't reduce it to this, to this mechanical thing when it's not that. It's meant to make you feel something. The way this makes me feel is bored and irritated yeah. with a lot of its dialogue. It's a bit like, you know, in Adaptation where he, when Nick Cage's character goes to the, and he's been doing um, internal monologue all throughout the film, mm-hmm. and then he goes to the Robert McKee story lecture, and Robert McKee's like, and God help you if you use internal monologue in your script. Just the laziest, most boring thing you can ever have a character do. And it's like, but it's been in the film the whole way, right. and he's addressing it, and he's like making a joke out of it. Mm. It's like he's still doing the very boilerplate thing, 
But it's like, but a good writer can. It's make flipped it on its head. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah he's I, like, yeah, I know this is like the weakest thing that you can do because you just get an easy cheat to having the character that, describe their emotions. That type of meta stuff can also be incredibly annoying, where the exact same thing can have make you have the reaction of, or you know, on paper the exact same thing can make you have the reaction of, but you've been doing it and then you're having your cake and eating it too. Right. Yeah. Just because you're self aware doesn't make it okay, and that self awareness is part of what's a bit of a drag about some of this writing, where like. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't want it. Like I've I've already harped on about it too much, but I just like I want to be super clear that the criticisms this game receives for bad writing are, in my opinion, extremely valid. Mm. Because and it's it is a waste of the positive things about the story of this game to have that drain be attached to it. You know, well, that's you think a shame. About, I mean, mm. you think about Final Fantasy fifteen. And it's got, I mean, a lot of those games and a lot of those types of games have like super like corny, daggy stuff in them. Mm-hmm. But in a way that I'm is gonna just... I'm going to say Fire Emblem so- Engage, which we'll be talking about in a bit, is incredibly cheesy. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's but it's done in, I think, like there's just like a, there's just like a slight difference where it's like kind of an endearing way. Like the, the whole bros thing of uh, Final Fantasy XV, the, the fellas in the car, but it's like... There's just something about it that just clicks in a way where it's like yeah. charming instead of being annoying. And this this one feels soulless, right? That's in the a thing. Way. It's like there's a cynicism to something like a Forspoken or one of the many other things that we've you know come across lately that does this, where it it is like I said, it's 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 laziness. It's not earnest. It's not mm. someone pouring their heart into this. Yeah. It's someone being like. Uh, yeah, I, I watched all of the American Office. I'm just going to parrot a few, you know, like it's... Yeah, yeah. It's, it it feels to me the smell of it is of an encroaching deadline yeah. and a hurried, difficult... I don't think the people who wrote this are probably happy with it. I, it doesn't come across with that sort of... Um, there isn't like a smugness there mm-hmm. to me mm. necessarily. Just th- just an, an emptiness and a, uh, a, a, a I don't even necessarily want to say late, but just a lack of effort, whether that was through lack of application of effort or lack of time for the amount of effort necessary right. to fill in this thing. Because there are so many things that feel like those wrote things. It feels like someone was given a week to do a thousand right. and like, well, I can't. This is going to have to yeah. suck because we've all written bad shit plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Like mm. it's easy to do. And we'll <laughs> yes. continue to in the future. Absolutely. The difference. <laughs> Try and stop me. The only time it becomes good is after you labor and labor and labor yeah. and labor right. over it for so long. And there are some production schedules that don't allow you to do that properly. Mm. Yeah. And even some some just windows of your life where you don't have that creativity in you. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people just write a fucking flop from time to time. I'm going to talk about the game proper, by the way. Yeah, I do yeah, think, too, minute, just quickly, just important. I kind of, to play devil's advocate, the more of this stuff that comes along, I am starting to feel more and more like this stuff exists because the people making it, like we're saying there's like laziness or deadline or whatever it is, and that may be true, but yeah, my devil's advocate kind of view on it more and more is like, I think there is a bit of an element of just assuming that this is what people want. Like, right. what are the most popular movies? The Marvel movies where characters talk like that a lot of the time. Yeah. You mentioned The American Office. People still right. go on about re-watching that show, especially right, in lockdowns. True. Like, there, I, I, I do think that that is an element of it as well, of just being like, all right, this is what people want. People respond to th- this is how the characters talk in everything and, mm-hmm. that's popular. So let's try and tap into that. I mm. think even maybe more or less cynically, I can't tell which one this is, but like 
the people who are of the age where they are the head writer for something like this now mm. grew up with that stuff being the common and popular and good thing. Yeah. Like, like right. at the time, as much as people shit on it now, even the, you know, people have only just gotten sick of the Marvel stuff within the last four years on mass. Yeah. After it reached a crescendo and naturally finished, mm-hmm. the the people make this turn as though they never liked it. Right. And it isn't true. And it was good for a while because it was created it only feels tired and rote and stuff now because it succeeded for so long right. yeah i mean right. you're right that, but that it goes out of fashion like sitcom laugh tracks and like mm. the, every comedy thing especially the shelf life is super finite yes yeah you're right someone who's of the age now where they'd be a, a lead on this kind of stuff yeah they grew up in the the how i met your mother kind of era yeah. where yeah. that style of tv comedy was becoming a little bit more conversational and sure. a bit less like people seinfeld thought, is like bang 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 and people right. thought legend wait for it dairy was super funny <laughs> yes and sure. for a period of time it was no one was there there, there was no ironic quoting of yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't cool documentaries to disagree. were pr- like a new style of comedy yeah people even like full- parks and rec it was still yeah. like yeah oh, this is an interesting way to do this so it either is a good writer not having time or inspiration a hack writer thinking they've done a good job but yeah. they don't realize they're behind the ball on it too much right. i guess those are the only two options really <laughs> or someone cynically doing it in a mechanical way but right. i would count that as the lack of inspiration thing. or an ai yeah. It could be Chat GPT. Uh, nah, I, I'm <laughs> going to say that our, creative? our benevolent AI overlords have more worldly experience true, to true. draw from on this, and this—that's part of the problem with this—is that it's lacking in character for these characters who could be cool and interesting to follow yeah. around. Um, but what do you uh, do in the game? So Adam? yes, I'm, <laughs> this is going to be yeah. Sorry for that much of a focus on it, um, but. I'm interested in that shit. Yeah. Also, so that's fucking the game. sue me. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a lot of the game. It's a that's, lot of what you're yeah. doing. So, um, right, okay. yeah, the story is a big, big focus in the game. It's a single player, uh, open world-ish kind of um, exploration RPG action game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what's in there is cool. I'm uh, only a few, it came out a few days ago and then weren't, you know, and not that we fucking get, but review codes. But we, yeah, we, that's not our thing, baby. Yeah. We're buying the games and we're telling you from our own pocket how much they're worth. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time we're going, God, I wish I had the back in my pocket. <laughs> but it's uh, early on at least, and I think it's going to continue. It is very poorly paced, unfortunately, because of that. Like you are it, – it's – Teaching you better than that demo did, where we felt a bit swamped by it. Maybe. Yeah, yep. is have you c- come up to that bit? Is that a it's bit in the actual game? Way or? further than the start, right? And right. you've got way more abilities than you do in the start of the game. Right. It is really almost too much in the other direction, laboriously onboarding you with right. all of this, these mechanics in the game. A lot of which are fairly simple to wrap your head head around once mm. you've got them. You've got defensive spells and attacking spells. You've got this the the bracelet on your arm that allows you to um, use magic, freaking magic, mm-hmm. and uh, they are mostly kind of interesting. These spells they're fun to use. Mm-hmm. You're doing like very speedy, um, dodgingy combat with like usually quite a few enemies in the mm-hmm. field. Uh, casting so it's basically a third person shooter with some some ducking and weaving right similar to a um devil may cry-ish type of thing or whatever you've mm-hmm. got a brief window of invincibility and all of that um 
so you're dodging and fighting like a yeah kind of a third person shooter for the most part or like a third person combat game depending on the spell that you're using mm-hmm. you end up building this tool set of pretty useful things that yeah the game lets you have slowly enough so that you do figure out how they work uh, well enough to actually utilize them. Mm. So you've got all your defensive ones. If you hold L1, you get a wheel and mm-hmm. you, you cast them with L2. Same with attacking on, on the right shoulder buttons. And I'm liking it. It's it's quite fun. It's quite dynamic and uh, and fluid feeling. It's not super complex. Like a lot of the, you, you know, you're not, it's not like a combat puzzle type of one of those sort of. It's it's you're smashing and mashing, yeah, yeah, and 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 dashing it's not a and crashing, having to craft the different elemental sort of stuff. Not really, and it's not like a fucking Doom Eternal or a Devil May Cry right. or whatever, where each of the different enemies has something important about them, where you've got to maybe do them in a certain order, yep. or yeah, it it's pretty have a whack at them and you'll be fine, mm-hmm. but in a satisfying way that feels. Um, responsive and and fun in a similar way to how Final Fantasy 15 did. Right. It's a lot more action than that. Like yep. you're you're more in control of it, but it feels um satisfying and dynamic, cool. which is is in, is cool and I'm liking. Unfortunately, it's just it's so slow in the way that it's getting you from from each one. Like even the movement like that sort of dashing skate skating movement that a lot of the trailers focused on of yes. Frey being able to glide across the the world is fun when you're doing it but most of the time you are like at least following the main story walking so slowly and then not even being allowed to it's doing something that's really fucking irritating me where like it'll have these quite long pauses between like a character saying something to you or like a tip showing up or whatever between that happening and you being able to even move again. Mm. And that's fucking bothering me. Mm, And I don't know quite why so much, but there have been a number of times more than ever happens in a game where I'm wiggling the sticks around thinking like I should be able to fucking move by now. But Frey stands there for three seconds before then going, why is this particular thing happening in the story? And like has some dialogue, but just to fucking stand there. I don't know. That's, There's a sluggishness to the way that it's paced that is right. um, a little boring, unfortunately. It looks a little weird too. Like mm. it, it looks good, but also real fuzzy in the performance mode on the PS5. Oh. And then it runs quite poorly frame rate wise if you put it on the quality mode. Right. Um, so that's a shame. That's down to the, the engine they were using, I think. There's been talk of it. You can go look at digital foundry videos yeah, right. and shit yeah. as to why, but it, it's not super technically good. But the core thing, like I <coughs> want to get more into um, the place where you're getting side quests, you're going from place to place and fighting monsters. Mm. That is being done pretty well. I don't think so much better than plenty of the other games that do it that this is necessarily a standout mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that way. And I don't think it um, corrects it into you know, the scale falling lower and heavier on the side of fun than falling on the side of boring and annoying. Mm-hmm. But there is fun stuff in there to get to. Right. Cool. Chucking it on the Japanese voices has helped with that. It is more endearing when you can choose to easily not pay attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, which is a shame, but also it's nice that that's uh, a possibility. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it controls fine and the action is decent. It just... Everything outside of the the 
stuff that's more fun to talk about and analyze for me. Even though it might sound like I'm being negative, that's how I have fun. <laughs> I need everyone to know that. <laughs> All of the presentation and story stuff is interesting in in a in that sort of way. But the gameplay is, though it's decent, it's not that interesting. So the game is fine, right? And the wrapping around it is kind of bad, right? Yeah. You so know? it's like there's a million time types of this kind of game that do all the mechanical stuff a little bit better, and they also don't have the annoying wrapping on it. So the, why wouldn't you just go for mm, one of them? The mm. way that this is doing its action is kind of like the infamous games or something yeah. like that, where you're moving a lot and you're shooting and. There's not something that is quite like it that's come out anytime recently. Yeah. Is the thing. So there's something here that makes this like kind of unique at the moment. Right. Uh, in what it's doing. It just is probably too much of a chore for most people to be interested uh, in that part being good as it is, like worth the time. Yeah. Right. 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 If that makes sense. But your mileage may vary with that. And so, like, when it's cheap and it's and if it seems appealing to you and that gameplay stuff does it's right. pretty huge and like yeah uh, you know i haven't <coughs> gotten that far into it like i've said only a i don't know just into double digits of hours or something but it seems like that will if that stuff super clicks with you it is definitely there in this game and is doing it in a way that a lot of games aren't at the moment but also plenty of them are similarly enough, you know? <laughs> right. Like, well, should we move on to, we've got a couple of uh, uh, reviews from oh, our yes. Patreon listeners. Yes, no, yes. We put the call out uh, every week for the big new releases. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, sign up, patreon.com slash filthycasualspod, mm-hmm. uh, where you can get our bonus episode that we do every week. And, yeah, we'll do the call out and uh, we may read your correspondence out on air uh we can't obviously get through all of them so if there's something that you've said that someone else has said a little more succinctly uh sorry that we didn't include you but we do read all of these yes lewis douglas has said for spoken is truly the most underwhelmingly average thing i've ever played also the two main characters seem to actively dislike each other which is uncomfortable yes still early on but i don't see this getting better Particle effects are nice, I guess. The the cuffs are <laughs> fucking mean to you. Right. They're calling you an idiot all the time when you're not saying stuff that's stupid. <laughs> like, it's a bit annoying for her to, like, the, the, the underwritten manner in which she's like, is that a freaking dragon or whatever? Mm. But then he's like, obviously... Like, yeah. can't you Niles from the nanny motherfucker <laughs> yeah. are just always like, well, my pussy is soaking. <laughs> you know, like, it's I, I just, do remember from the demo that him... that. That thing being the most annoying aspect. Yeah, he's constantly the worst. piping in and having to, like, then it feeling like you're the main character, Frey, having to respond because it's like, well, he just insulted he me. He just so. called you a fucking idiot yeah. for no reason because you picked up a, a crafting item. Right. He's like, I guess we could use that later. Fuck. Like, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at him. The cuffs are the worst part if of this the, game. If the cuffs turn out to be the villain the whole time, oh, that yeah. would be sick. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be worth it still. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus has said, Forspoken is so disappointing. Knowing how bad Square can be at making trailers, I still had high hopes for this one. It's surprisingly short, but still a painful experience in every way. Wow. It's my favourite type of review when someone's like, this is one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Anyway, I finished it. <laughs> well, the that surprisingly <laughs> short thing surprises me as well because like they you know, right, they make right. a bit of an effort of going, look at the size of this place. Right. Sure, and if you're like 10-ish hours in and it still feels like it's There's not... There's a bunch of side quests. They're right. trying to put some characters 
character in there. Right. The characters are awful and irritating, <laughs> but the worst offense is just how boring it feels to play and the Christmas lights with diarrhea nature of what's happening on screen <laughs> during the combat. I hope this isn't a sign of things to come for all 56 of the Final Fantasy releases coming this year. No stars. Yeah, it's so... I, I you keep... didn't read the update, Tommy. Oh, I didn't see that. Update. update. I'm out. Going to go trade it in tomorrow. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, it is. I keep forgetting even now as we're talking about it and we mentioned at the start. It just seems like this isn't a game that Square made. It's so right. like it's so out of place in their library that even though they have done a lot of different stuff and kind of pivoted in a lot of different directions, even within Final Fantasy, they do feel to me like a uh. company that has a bit of a... Like I, I, maybe it's just the fact that they're doing a story that's like a very like it's a it's an Ameri- it's a New York girl it's sure, like a it's very a western space story. story. Super similar to Final Fantasy fifteen in a lot of ways where like this is the how it could have gone wrong because I remember when right. we were talking about Final right. Fantasy Final Fantasy fifteen which we all liked I think yes and also yes. liked I th- my memory of it is noticeably more than plenty of other people. Yeah. And there was yeah. a lot of talk then of like, this is boring. And, like, and what the am story I... doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that stuff. It yeah. seems big, but it's small. Like right. a lot of the stuff that I think they managed to weave around with Final Fantasy 15 has come home to roost here. Right. right. Unfortunately. And the, the fish out of water thing as well is another mm. thing where it's like, that could be interested, but she's such a fish out of water in New York in the first place that her being here is like, she's not that bothered. Right. Right. If she had been like happy and successful and like getting her grifts going and like, you know, living it up in New York and then being like, Oh, all my connections are gone. I don't, you know. Her goal is to leave New York. Right. Which, I, you know, I, I'm assuming the character thing is going to be like, wow, I found this great new place here mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. Like she's starting to open up to, uh, there's a street urchin early on who Whoa, she's like, okay. that kid tried to steal my phone, doesn't know what a phone is, pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but like that, she's so closed off. Uh, as a character, the, right. yeah, you're not getting that like fun fish out of water thing. She's just like, oh well, okay, right. Yeah. I want to leave. Deadpan. Fuck you. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, uh, and whatever. I'll do what I have to. Like it. Yeah. It. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame because I, I love a single player story focused oh, game. Yeah. It's got ideas that are good, mm-hmm. and it's it had it's that it's worse when potential is squandered mm-hmm. rather than something that wasn't interesting in the first place. Well, hey, now I think we got to yeah. move on to the next big release of the week featuring uh, two games in one week that feature pieces of jewellery being sassy and talking to oh, you and yes. helping you on the battlefield. Yes. <laughs> I don't think any of them are condescending in Fire Emblem. They're no, all they're, so friendly and positive. They're yeah. all obsessed with you. Yeah, yeah that is... Every- That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's creepy. It yeah. reminds me of Marvel Midnight Suns. I, you know what? Even ah. though I didn't play it, I've been thinking about you, your guys's like take on that aspect of Marvel Midnight Suns. Right, right. While I've been playing Fire Emblem Engage this week, and uh, yeah, you were like, yo, the characters are like just obsessed with you and simp for you, and it's weird. Yes. And in this, I love it. <laughs> oh, the power of friendship is highly charged it really is i can't get enough of some little kid coming up to me and saying that it's an honor just to be speaking to me (laughs) which frankly true yeah (laughs) i i would lick your clothes clean if you'd let me boss (laughs) it's it's so weird because i think the one thing i don't like about this game is how bland and kind of lame the main character is fire emblem engage i we're talking about if we didn't say specifically the title i'm not sure if we did the latest uh latest entry this is yeah like we were saying earlier 
it's their their their, uh, their Final Fantasy. They're all mm-hmm. each one is a is a complete reset. Um, I other think there's than, a few sequels in there or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. In right. this, you've got yeah, you do have this kind of like the so the main uh, um, 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 mechanic oh. is uh yeah you're a your character is the divine dragon. You've mm-hmm. been asleep for a thousand years. You wake up just as this land is sort of going to war. There's talk of this evil dragon being awoken. You've got and, amnesia. Uh, you've got amnesia. Yes. And yep. you're you're setting off on a little journey ac- across the land, mostly involving finding these rings, which in terms of the story, they if you say a special incantation, they uh, they bring forth, they summon a, a hero from another land. From another can, game. From ano- well, from another game. <laughs> yeah. And so yes. practically in terms of the mechanically in the game, on the battlefield, you're using these kind of like the sparks in Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. You mm. can uh, equip them to different characters. They they give you different attacks and different stats and all that kind of stuff. So there's yep. like a great deal of customization across your team with And you've them. got like a meter that you're building up to be able to summon them and then you can summon them for like three turns, I think. Right. Yeah. So it's right. like, it's not a constant thing. It's like an ultra power mechanic. Yeah, and they're it's all going Super Saiyan mode. Yeah. Basically, yeah, and they're all ghost versions of these characters from other Fire Emblem games. Yes, across the series. And if you don't know what these games are, they're, uh, they're um, for the most part you're doing these combat scenarios that are on a grid map. You're moving around. It's very chess like. You've yeah. got your tactical strategy. Tactical strategy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, everything across the series. Uh, um, all these games across the series have had sort of. I think early on there was just the battles and nothing in between and they've sort of started as technology's gotten a bit better for them with what hardware they're working on. They've they've added a little bit more of stuff in between the battles. Right, but right. They've always had a story and yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah, progression through that story, but it I think it did used to be a fair bit more like um, <laughs> Donkey Kong Country is the one I'm thinking of where it's like you're kind of going along this path. Right. Sometimes it'll split up. You know. I played a bit of the 3DS one where it was like, it basically was just visual novel in between the battles. Right. You were doing a... Uh, you, you you were doing a lot of your stuff just in menus, so it was like going to a camp, but all that was was just like a list, right, and then right, getting right. to the next battle, watching that, a cutscene, and then getting right, to the yeah. next battle. And the three houses, the previous one on the Switch, was the first time where they added a kind of a hub world that you're actually walking around in, and yeah. kind of going to these different areas to to do these. Because uh, uh, yeah, a big part of it too is your characters all having these different bonds, and then that gives you benefits when you're in battle, and you get these support conversations mm-hmm. that, where you watch these little mini movies of all the characters interacting. You can collect items and some of them are gifts that you can give to characters yeah. to up those bonds. And So this one has dialed back a lot of the social stuff from Three Houses. Three Houses was like, it was so extensive. Like yeah. thinking back to it, there was so much shit that you could do. It was a 50-50 feeling sort yeah, of game where yeah, like yeah. half was the combat. Half was the social stuff, like Persona yes, was yes. the closest thing. Well, totally. I looked up, so this is apparently like 30-ish hours to complete, and I think okay. I think Three Houses was like more in the 100 region. Well, because you were mm. meant to replay it multiple times with each true. different house yes. too. Yeah, Branching true. pathway. So, you, yep. yeah, you'd pick one of three different, and the storyline would be very different based on the perspective and you would have different characters in your team this is a lot more straightforward in in the in the social aspect ways and also just yeah the story is i i've seen a lot of people say this and i agree it's not up to scratch 
with three houses. But then I think three houses for me is an all timer. It's right. like an absolute like best of the best JRPG storyline. This is um, very generic throwback kind yeah, of thing. It is, which yes. The game is consciously being a celebration of Fire Emblem's history. Yes. Because those summons who you're doing are the protagonists from each of the twelve other games. Yeah. yeah. Uh the 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 rings are, are that. And so I guess it is with consideration done a very there's an evil dragon and a good dragon. <laughs> yes. Will the good dragon be the evil dragon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, the waking up from a thousand years deep yep. sleep. The like full amnesia. Full amnesia. Four different countries with different characterizations to each country. You got and, yeah. the rich one. You got the fight one. Yes. Yep. You got the freedom one. I think so. And you got another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've each got a couple of the rings or yep. whatever. Yes. There's there's six of the rings are in the main bit and then six of them you've got to go get and you're getting these rings throughout the story. Yeah. Yep. But and it like it's not terrible. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's just, just it's, kind of it's very generic. Yeah, it's yeah. very like tropey in that way, which I think is for a lot of people. Three Houses really was doing something interesting with mm-hmm. like the way that you would get the different perspectives and just the way the story unfolded was yes. there was so much cool stuff in there. This is a lot more just like we're going here, now we're going here, yeah. now we're going here, now we're going here. It's exactly. a good old-fashioned quest it that is. is enough to drive the huge focus of this one, which is the the tactical combat mm. uh, in a lot more of a front and center way. Yep. And that shit's good as hell. Oh, it's so fucking good. Fuck <laughs> me, it's good. It's I mean, really all, all that satisfying. being said, it's yeah. like, I still think, yeah, it's generic storyline, but for me, it's like the personality and the characterization. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love all that stuff in these games. They're every time, fine. every time your little unit does a thing on the battlefield, they got their little <laughs> thing that they're saying that's stupid as hell, but yep. it just is. It, it just is right in that sweet spot for me of just the exact kind of like dumb tone that I really vibe with just someone stand there being like i will never let you down or just yeah. you know whatever yeah, it's all it's so all dumb and it's 30 just 30 steward of the dragon i love yeah. it i can't i just i fucking i've just oh, got a big I smile sure hope this hits <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less it's grabbing me a little less than three houses which again yeah you're right like three houses is a is is a is a top tier game yeah no matter who you talk to unless it's someone who didn't like it i <laughs> loved it though and i do feel that this is and i think people have made the correct observation that uh, visually stylistically in every way it's a bit more anime it is a bit less yeah. like full on like premium level of detail of characterization of writing that that the previous game was it is a bit more like uh, you know, that kind of character. Just it make them yeah. say that. I yeah, mean, Three Houses is. was just like a great, like, you're a teacher at this school. Here's your students. It's a bit more easier to have them be kind of like, get their personalities into that and that whole feeling of like, you're in charge of these guys yes. and you're like yes. teaching them on the battlefield and then the way you're reclassing them is like doing your lessons with them at school. True. This is just more like... Are you wandering around and it is this guy in a castle? He'll fucking come with you now. Yes. And who's that over yeah. there? You fucking get over here, girly. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not playing it this way, but you can. Uh, there's like a classic mode, which is permadeath. So oh, yes. the units that you lose in battle, they're gone forever. That's so, what I'm playing on. I yeah. forgot that. The, yeah, I kind of. I'm playing the casual mode where you don't lose them forever because I kind of forgot. 
God, they just throw characters at you constantly. Yeah. You meet about five. You get about five new people in your team per chapter, and then it does become. It's like and if if, if, yeah. if you're not thinking about the writing of them, it's super easy to chuck as many in as you want because they are all like. I I think it's a step back, like how mm. kind of generic this is, and it's like the anime generic where like yeah. If this was a game with more of a Western flavor, it would be like, I'm the bard. I've got a song to sing. You know, like yes. it's yes. super default Dungeons and Dragons character type of yeah. stuff, but with slight anime dressing. It's not in the way. It's not bothersome. Right. It's not like annoying necessarily. It's just, it, it it's missing an ingredient that it's was part of what It's just not as good as what this team is yeah, capable yeah, of, yeah. but yeah. it's not yeah. bad by any stretch. And it, it it's super moved out of the limelight too like it's it's really not there as the focus you're going in you're getting your little cutscene to give you a bit of flavor of what the exact battle that you're heading into is like what the context of what you're actually doing in this castle or what's happening to you in this field and then yeah i think on a on a technical level i mean over three houses i just think i think it looks great it's Mm -hmm. So dynamic. There's just so many like little changes to it from three houses where just even like hovering over your unit on the grid, the little rather than it just be like the static character image, like their actual model comes up and they're Mm -hmm. kind of bouncing around and the, the way it kind of like zooms in onto the battlefield to show you the combat. It just all looks so dynamic and the like the music kind of changing as it zooms in the and the good. music yeah. kind of changes when the enemies are attacking. Like it's just, it just as a, as a package, it's just got so much. Uh, yeah. I, I just think technically it's really, really impressive. Yeah. It's like colorful and, and, and mm. uh, you know, not awful to look at or anything. I think it, I kind of get some people's credit. I'm not anywhere near as heavily criticized or, criticism prone towards it of this like generic anime look which has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way right Uh, people particularly don't like the hair of the main character which i think is like it's not that bad yeah i like it i think it's good yeah Yeah. personally i it's my favorite thing about the game it's silly i'm I'm take it take it or leave it sort of for me but it's certainly not bad right yeah like it just is like a little more um default i suppose mm-hmm. than than some games like it looks a lot like one of the tales games to me or something like oh, that yeah, yeah. Sure, sure that kind of like yeah this is what these look like right but what you're fucking doing is so much fun in it the 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 tactical the the level of thoughtful you have to be Ugh. is really satisfying because it's not super complicated there's a lot going on, but it's There's like... There's a lot going on and it can be overwhelming to look at if you think that you have to f- care about every little element. But y- yeah, like can, a civilization or something where yeah. there's right. tons that is there, but most of it's not applicable most yeah, of the time. Yeah, and you, you don't really have too to early on though. Like you can... <laughs> yeah. Like you get to a point where it's like, all right, I'm starting to find this a bit harder. Maybe I should kind of fuck around in the menus a little bit and inherit these skills from the rings right, and right. buy some new equipment and go to the blacksmith and get this leveled up and merge these two things together and experiment with which rings I'm equipping on mm-hmm. each character. You you can get pretty far in the game before you really need to get deep into the menu and deep yeah. into the stats. A I only mine, just found that there was a room that you could go to to like create bond rings. Yeah. Mm. And they and you can just give those to anyone. Yeah. Uh, 
like, and I'm ten chapters in, which are like so. little mini stat things. Yeah, like yeah. A friend of mine is a big numbers stat geek, and he's got this, and he's in heaven. He's like, it's like the first thing he's doing is like, I've spent like two hours in the menus before I've even done anything Fuck. else. Because <laughs> there is a, fa- I found that it like is giving you all that stuff at a good enough rate that I feel like I'm learning, but not overwhelmed but mm. not yeah. bored and not like yeah uh and with the tutorial you know like it, it it shows you where it all is at the right pace i think so mm. too and there's and when it does start throwing stuff at you where you're a bit like okay like it is easy enough to just go like you know what i'm going to come back and reread this tutorial when i feel like i really need it yeah, you know sure. when i'm like you can also in the menu the equipment menu you can just click optimize equipment <laughs> right and it just fits out it every character with the, their ideal yeah, stuff most and like i i i haven't had to buy anything except for the healing potions, and right. I'm mm. like ten. Like I haven't had to. I think I maybe bought one weapon because it was it looked really cool for the main character. But like, yeah. Apart from that, you can just kind of go from battle to battle, just making sure you have healing potions for each character. Because most of it. most of what you're focusing on is positioning. Yes, is on uh, like, like types. Types. Yep. There's like a rock paper scissors. What is it like? Sword beats. Axe, yep. Axe beats lance, lance beats sword, and then like ranged beats flying and magic. But yes, there's, yeah. there's a few little there's combinations like, of yeah. You can pound someone and it beats their fucking knife. Yeah, yeah. It's just sick. Someone coming at you with a knife, you just whack it with your fist first. <laughs> and you're like rock paper scissors, motherfucker. Yeah. But um, so each and it's very clear. The, the UI shows you mm. very obviously, like, if you do this, this is how much health you're going to lose. Yep. Unless they miss. Or and yes. the, this is, if you're going to break them, if you've got the better yeah. type of it weapon. It gives you everything. It gives you yeah. the, um, the, like, the, the probability that your attack will land, the probability that their attack will land. And it, some, some attacks are, like, in two phases, so it'll show you... Mm-hmm. It'll do eight, then they'll do this, yeah. then they'll then you'll do that. So same as most tactical games, it's about knowing where to put everyone and then knowing what order to use them in. Yeah. Yep. And that shit is satisfying. Yeah. Oh my when God. you accurately predict the way things should go and then everything goes smooth as fuck. Love it. I <laughs> Having a, your support uh, characters be there to like take the damage for like one sacrifice yeah. move you do have to make and yep. whatever. It just oh. there's one ring that has like their special move is they lower themselves to one HP in order to heal everyone else on the team, and it's like rolling that out at the right moment yeah. just feels amazing. I did a uh, I got the expansion pass and mm-hmm. I did the first. There's like a side mission in that. And I was doing that and it's like you're kind of like storming this castle. It's all very narrow. My entire team was wiped out by bar three people and I still had so many. You have to like go into these two separate rooms and stand on these switches to open a door that leads to the person that you've got to kill. So Mm. there's so much just like funneling your way up and just clinging on for dear life with only three people left in my team and just going like I was about to bail out because I was like, I'm no chance of doing this. And just through a combination of a bit of healing, mm-hmm. bit of just kind of like holding back and like really taking my time, ended up doing it and just being like, this is what these games are all about. Just absolutely clinging on for dear life and <laughs> getting it done with like two HP left across your whole team. I really like having that permadeath mode on because yeah. it forces you to think a little more strategically than I normally would where like, yeah, I'm not tempted to just chuck people at people. Yeah. Cause I've only be lost a, f- a few people by chapter 10 and it was like, 
more of like I can't be bothered going using the time crystal to go back to the start. That's oh, the yeah, thing. That's you, right. can, yeah. you can rewind. You can if rewind. You get yourself in a poor spot. Um, and when you die. Yeah. Uh, like so, your main avatar character dying is the that's the game it, over. Is the state, end, but yes. it but it still lets you use the time crystal. It's not yeah. just like too bad you're done. You got to go all the way back to the start of the battle. <laughs> it lets you go back kind of three turns or four turns to just kind of like start from where you really felt like you were fucking it up. Yeah, which is such a good feature because some of these battles can go for like. An hour. Yeah. Like you can be playing this for a very long time. So not having to start these things completely from scratch, I think, is such a just such a nice quality of life thing where it's, it's like It's like that yeah. rewind function in Forza Horizon too, yeah. where it's oh, like yeah, yeah. kind of fun in and of itself to use as well, where like it gives you just a bit more of a, a, a cavalier attitude. Mm. Like you're not stressed because you know you've got this safety net. Yeah. yeah. Which it makes makes things more fun. Yes. yes. All, all, all around. I but think. Th- I, I have I've I've had to sacrifice a few people mm. and like there are certain characters You feel bad about it. Yeah. I I'm like Well Anna was no good. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> but then really when they're dying they're like I hope you can kill the dragon or whatever. I hope you like. There's one that when they died, and I think it was like the, the first archer woman that you get, where she was like, I, "At least you can use my body as a shield." Oh, <laughs> you like, know what? Holy shit! That's like real passive aggressive uh, to say yeah, just before you die. Yeah. Okay. I kind of yeah. same as the last one. I kind of do now. Wish I was yeah playing with primitive, but I I was thinking about three houses where you, if you were losing too many people, you had to then go. You you could go recruit people from yeah, other yes. houses, but you had to like give them gifts and do all this stuff. I didn't realize it was going to be throwing new people at you so frequently to yeah, yeah. fill those gaps. Because it's funny with the with the casual mode on, they'll still have like the death animation where they get hit and they go, oh, and they go back in this really dramatic <laughs> yep. way. Yes, but then the text will be something like. Oh, I'm feeling a bit tired. I'd better go hang out <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. sidelines. It's like you just screamed in absolute agony and crumpled I've been to that the ground. tired before. That makes sense. <laughs> but then, yeah, you'll have characters die in battle. Like I think the blonde prince guy, he, yeah. he's one of the ones that died sort of earlier on for me and then he still shows up in cutscenes. Yes, yes. Like, no, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. He can't be here. A little... Annoying that it doesn't like fully yeah, yeah. commit to that stuff. Even just have like a backup, you know, a brown haired prince. Have totally. him just covered in totally. bandages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I'm too, so, I can't like, rejoin the battle, but I'm someone here else, for this. Someone else who's there is like, you know what I reckon old Willie would have said if he were yeah. here? I reckon he'd have been like, hey, whatever. And yeah. I'll do the voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could do a really good impression of me, and I'm fantastic with makeup and wigs. Here's what this would look like. But yeah, I think overall it is really, really fun. It's um, it's filling the gap, and it's not much of a gap. It was so recent, but the uh, Mario Rabbids two left right. after finishing that and loving it so much. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you, Knox, on like the stylistic stuff and the and and the you know the packaging is is a is a, a fair bit lower in quality than the previous game, but that was yeah. a very high bar. Yeah, it's, it's and it's not bad. It's no, just exactly, a little whatever yeah. compared to yeah. A game that made it the focus of the game in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I mean, the yeah. the story of Three Houses. Not I, you guys played it more than me, but that was the thing driving me through the tactical parts. Right, yeah. right. And this is completely the other way yeah. around. Yes, yeah, yes, I would agree with that. I mean, yeah, I, but I think like as a as a huge fan, like Three Houses was my first one. Huge fan of this series now. Just wrapped to have 
a new, you know, a whole like a new set of maps, a new set of combat. The yep. the rings dynamic really does change it so much. Yeah. And like it, yeah. it reminds Even, me of the Final Fantasy VIII Guardian Forces oh, thing, you, yes. like attaching this superhero to one of your other characters. It has so much personality to it. Yeah, because yes. having yeah not had a huge amount of history with Fire Emblem. It does a good job of not relying on like get a load of it. Here's Marth. Yeah, like Marth is just his own character in this. Who's yes, it's it's fine. You don't need to know. Yeah, him. they're yeah. just these guardians, and yeah, I I mean, even though it's like total fan servicey, I just still do. There's just something kind of cool and vibey about it. It's like these like they're not these characters teleported in from another world. They're like a projection of them that have their memories. It's like. I don't know, it's just kind of cool bullshit mm. that yeah. yeah, I'm really enjoying just on its own. Yeah. Even if they were just new made up characters that and that's in these things that it's still work. Yeah, us, yeah. Yes. To haven't played them. But yeah. I also think it's cool like a, a a weird little like the series has been going for a little while now, doing something that's not completely up its own ass, but is just a bit of like yeah. if you've been here since day one, it's mm. like, Oh cool, these people are back in and they're like these gods that help you out on the battlefield. Right. That's neat. And yeah. you're like just these Power Rangers going like, engage, it's more for that. Like it is, it keeps reminding me of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they have, they have belts, not rings. Yeah, they had belts. Yeah. And well, outfits. I got a belt too. I'm, I'm right going to belt you if you don't shut up. Turns and let me into me a guy who's wearing pants. <laughs> read some of these uh, user reviews. So uh, we got some stuff from... Interestingly, the first two comments here are basi- a very similar in tenor. The first one from Joshua says, really enjoying Fire Emblem, taking it slower than I have with the others, and it plays well that way. Having to go back to the base area and do all the chores there gets old, but there's less of that than f- Three Houses, so it feels nice and balanced. Uh, Joshua also says there's more queer representation, which is nice to see. Uh, I didn't notice that, but maybe I haven't met those characters yet. Yeah, and, and with, then with same as with with for Spoke, it's just always a good thing to like representation's good. Yeah, it's even yeah. better when the the game overall is good. Like in a, a Fire Emblem, uh, it's a shame that for Spoken like you know has squanders an opportunity. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit, unfortunately, yeah. just one thing I will say quickly that is a new thing in this that I think is cool. It's it's largely pretty pointless, but I'm really into it. When you're finished with the battle, you oh, then yeah. do this like 3D oh, yeah. like what you just kind of like. You and your boys just kind of hang out there, like, yeah. boy, we really fucked all those cunts up, didn't we? And just <laughs> let's walk around, look for shiny items. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. into it. It's it's oh. pretty pointless, uh, but it's like just getting to sort of see it from a different angle and, right. and really like bask in like this is where we're at in this real physical space. I like right. it. It's a neat yeah. touch. I'm um, not minding that either. The, are I, you guys adopting animals? I sure am. <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to mention quickly. We forgot to talk about. There's multiplayer stuff in this too. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. It's like asynchronous. Like you can be part of a chain finishing a level, like right. a, a challenge, or you uh, can cool. uh, um, like do a. I haven't done this bit, but I think it's like setting up a challenge for another player, oh, like sick. a base building y kind of uh, cool. thing almost. Okay. Want to do more of that, but it's cool that it's in there. Yeah, that's great. I, yeah, I'd let my online thing lapse, so I assume I can't use it unless I. Give that another suck. Uh, but yeah, Lincoln says, uh, I think Fire fire, Emblo- fire Emblem Engage, <laughs> f- F-E-E, basically, yep. yeah. is more to my tastes than Three Houses. It does away with a lot of the out-of-battle systems and focuses on deep combat. And I think they did a great job with it. The depth the Emblem Rings bring in all the different ways really adds something that going back to Three Houses would feel like was missing. Uh, and uh, Lincoln says he thinks it's much better looking in every way too, with much more colourful worlds seemingly being a focus of the team. 
Uh, and once you hit chapter 11, which is the next chapter that I'm going to get to, the story and game hit a gear that I think very few games do. I'm absolutely loving it. Nice. So big, big from the from Joshua and Lincoln. Prefer it. Get a load of this. Houses. Joe already yeah. finished it. Fucking hell. Just finished Fire Emblem Engage after a long weekend of pretty much solely playing it. I've really enjoyed it. The combat is more fluid and the rings really do switch it up. And mm. I've enjoyed messing around with pairings. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, the online seems extremely tilted, they say. But that's probably, as I've finished it, and not anyone I've faced has. <laughs> I would imagine so, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> at this point. yeah. Um, the writing's uh, subpar at best. The online seems unbalanced because I'm the best player in the ga- in the world <laughs> at this game. <laughs> uh, writing's subpar at best, but I've enjoyed the overall story. Mm. Kind of just, yeah, reflecting a fun 35-hour game. Uh, too short, though, as I was expecting much more. Maybe for a Fire Emblem, this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know about the ones before three hit. But yeah. Cool. Mm. Uh, James, I like James's post. Loving Engage. The Somniel is basically a beefed up KO Garden from Sonic Adventure uh, 2. They're the Chows. Oh, please. Lord. <laughs> and that's all I need. After the intense focus of battle, I just want the option to briefly chill and hang out with my guys. The oral sex minigame, brackets ring polishing, is just a bonus. Oh, yeah. That's another like, weird yeah. thing that's Fucking in there hell. to keep your little ring spirit guys happy. You have to go into this room and. You kind of use your little L stick and you hold down a little cloth and yeah, they're yeah. there commenting going like, going, oh, oh, you're so great job. polishing my ring. It's worth doing it though because you get the best weapon in the game from it, the rusty trombone, which is a really good uh, weapon. Um, and then I think, yeah, Jamie, uh, just to close it out, about 10 hours into Engage and I don't really know what to think. It has all the classic FE tropes. Someone is a dragon. Check. Mysterious evil. Check. Killing of the main character's parent way too fast. Chick. Check. They took the anime and cranked it up to 11, which is a bit grating, but the combat is still solid, so that's fun. And they gave it a rating of three houses is better out of 10. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I Who knows where I'll, I'll fall at the end of the game, but I, I'm, yeah, I'm in, like enjoying the combat. Not sure about the rest, but it's good enough that I'm going to keep playing the combat. Yeah, the I'm, combat's damn good. Yeah. I'm loving the hell out of it. And yeah, I do think, I mean, yeah, for you and I, Ben, Three Houses was our first one. I kind of feel like it is yep. going to be one of those things where your favourite just ends up being the first one that clicked with you, really. But right. I, I think I'm still, I'm having a great time with this and it, it, there's enough different about it that it doesn't just feel like, oh, I'm playing a slightly weaker version of it, Three Houses. Right. It feels almost like, you know, they did Breath of the Wild and then going back to that Link's Awakening remake type of thing. Where right. it's yeah. like... This is the old-fashioned fi- type of Fire Emblem. Yeah. And they made a very different one in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, great game. Great start to the year. Yeah. Had a really fun time with it. That is going to do us for this week. Are you sure? It's only been 163 <laughs> minutes. No, it's uh, an hour 42. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, what to say about for spoken? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry for speaking about it for so long. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for the links to everything that we have going on. We've got the Patreon. We're doing a bonus episode Every week about movies and TV shows. Yeah. Well, not all TV shows. If you want to hear about HBO's The Last of Us, we've got our uh, sister podcast to this, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. Clicker, I barely know her. We're watching every episode. We're talking about it straight afterwards. Yeah. So uh, every week about two hours or so after the episode's aired, uh, you'll be able to find that online. Yes. So get over there and uh, check that show out if you're watching that show. We're really enjoying it so far. Absolutely. Uh, we've got the YouTube channel where we've got our long plays and we've got our one-off videos and all sorts of stuff on there. So yeah. go and check that out. Guys, thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time. And as we say here at the end, 
of every episode of Filthy Casuals. I got this bare bicycle wheel here that I'm going to send down the factory line for Spoken. See, good writing's still possible in this day and age. (laughs) Uh, For Spoken. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.